0: Good afternoon, Mayor Julie here. I wanted to come live to give you the latest coronavirus update. This is Brian Polson. I'm calling from Fox 6 News. I don't know who you are, but I know it looks like your caller ID showed up when you called the station with a tip. Okay, yeah, you called about uh, a guard at the prison having uh, coronavirus?
1: On Thursday, March 13th,
0: 2020, city leadership was made aware of a confirmed coronavirus case of a staff member at Wapan Correctional Institution. As a prison guard, how do you keep a six-foot distance? I don't know. I have no idea. You can't only put hand sanitizer out because inmates will drink that. The city of Wapan takes the COVID threat very seriously.
1: COVID-19 breaks into prison. The first positive test for the novel coronavirus has been confirmed inside a Wisconsin correctional institution. But it's not an inmate or even a prison guard who's sick. From the Fox 6 studios, this is a special edition of Open Record. I'm Amanda St. Hilaire, and I'm here with my colleague Brian Polson.
0: Good morning, Amanda.
1: We're bringing you new episodes of Open Record each day, Monday through Friday, to make it easier to sort through the bombardment of coronavirus news, and we now know that, at least at the time of this recording, Wisconsin has seen at least three deaths from COVID-19 in Ozaukee, Milwaukee, and Fond du Lac counties. Meanwhile, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases just keeps rising, and many have been wanting to see how long it will take for the virus to find its way into the Wisconsin prison system on Thursday it did do you have just a
0: moment are you concerned at all about uh, you're not you're not concerned Have you guys been ordered not to make comments to the media so you a staff member here no are you concerned at all about the coronavirus having't been found here so that was outside the prison yesterday I went to a pond and tried to talk to guards as they arrived for work we saw plenty coming and going they weren't talking likely they've been ordered not to. Uh, speak to the media at all. But behind the scenes, we did have sources reaching out to the Fox six investigators with information. A staff physician at the Wapan Correctional Institution has tested positive for the novel coronavirus. As many as 18 inmates and or staff members we know have been quarantined
1: and Brian has the Department of Corrections confirmed that it was a doctor who tested positive.
0: No, actually, DOC won't say anything more than that there has been a confirmed case involving an employee at a Wisconsin Correctional Institution. They won't even say it was in Waupun, though that's clear and we know that through multiple sources. However, a source familiar with the investigation and in contact with several staff members there tells me it was indeed a staff physician, so not someone who comes from the outside and visits once a week or something, but someone who is in fact an employee of the DOC staffed at the Wapon Correctional Institution who works there at the men's prison. The source uh, tells me that that doctor had recently been out of the country, likely in the Caribbean. And Thursday morning, when I called the Wapon mayor, and uh, the city administrator was right there in her office. They both confirmed to me that was also their understanding, that it was the prison doctor who tested positive. Now, by Thursday afternoon, the mayor would only say it was an employee. Our primary concern is for the safety and well-being of residents and staff, many who live within our community. It is important to know that this is a single case that was confirmed the DOC assures us that they are taking proper precautions to monitor the situation. That is Wapon Mayor Julie Nickel, who met throughout the day on Thursday with emergency management officials in Fond du Lac County, as well as staff with the DOC. is a big deal there because obviously a lot of the staff members at the prison live in the community. And and so they knew this day was coming. They've been meeting with the DOC, they say to talk about proper protocols for preventing the spread of COVID-19 within the facility and in the community and for quarantining staff and inmates who show symptoms. Now, the city of course doesn't have any jurisdiction inside the prison walls, but they have great concern for the impact could have outside those walls throughout their community. The facility houses more than 1,200 inmates per day which is about 40% over its stated capacity. So it's a crowded prison, which only makes the concern about spreading the virus even greater. But the DOC in a statement sent late last night said that so far, there are no other suspected cases that have been found. And they say they have a good handle on the situation right now.
1: And Brian, you bring up a great point here because I think sometimes uh, for those of us who are not in jail, don't know anyone who's in the prison system, there's a tendency to think of this as being a self-contained thing. A lot of people go, what's the big deal? But this is an area where people are in close quarters and you have a lot of people who are working there and then going out into the community. So is the prison system equipped to handle something like COVID-19?
0: I think that's the ultimate question here, and it's something we're going to find out. Now, of course, the Wisconsin Department of Corrections is saying they have proper protocols in place. They're not exactly saying what those protocols are, what steps they've taken. Uh, the prison warden there in in Waupun sent a message out to staff members. That's sort of how the news broke on this. Sent that out, uh, I believe, either Monday, uh, I'm sorry, not Monday night, Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. Uh, but that memo to staff said that they were... Uh, engaged or beginning a deep cleaning of the facility. And again, I don't know what exactly that entails, but I did speak to a prison employee who uh, uh, asked that he he not be identified. He, in fact, asked that we alter the sound of his voice um, because he, of course, he still works there. His job is on the line. But uh, in a phone call with me, he said he's seen no indication that there's been any sort of particular deep cleaning of the facility up until now. And I asked you, know, are, is there hand sanitizer? And he said, well, you, you can't do that in a prison. You can't only put hand sanitizer out because inmates will drink that. So you think about that, uh, prisoners are there for breaking the law and, and many of them may well have substance abuse problems. So hand sanitizer has a high alcohol content, something we don't maybe think about in our daily lives. We're all just finding out who has any hand sanitizer left to sell. But you can't just leave it sitting out because of the potential for abuse. At least that's what this employee is telling me, and I haven't had DOC confirm any of that. It makes sense. Uh, he indicates that, as far as he understands, would be would be policy. I have asked the Department of Corrections if that is in fact the policy. They've not responded to that specific question at this point. Um, they do encourage hand washing, of course, and there's soap in the facility. Um, but the question is, what are they doing? What what do they do before now? And now what are they doing once you know that this virus has made it inside the prison walls to keep it from spreading? Because as you said, Amanda, this is a self-contained facility. You can't just send the inmates home. And for that matter, you certainly can't send staff home. They can't work remotely.
1: Well, you say you can't just send the inmates home, but isn't that what the ACLU is recommending? I saw a few press releases go out about that.
0: And and that's something the ACLU has been talking about even prior to the novel coronavirus issue coming. They've been saying we have overcrowded prisons. We ought to look at certain programs to let people who are, as they term it, nonviolent offenders or people who are close to release. Now that you have the coronavirus issue at play, they're saying, look, we have some older prisoners who've been there for years who may be close to release or who are particularly vulnerable and don't pose any further risk to the community in their view. They want the Department of Corrections, they want policymakers to look at potentially releasing some of those people to ease the overcrowding situation and maybe make it a little bit easier to practice things like social distancing even within the walls of the prison. That's gotta be a very difficult thing to think about. How do you keep everybody six feet apart? How do you tell a prison guard to stay six feet apart from the inmates when they act up? I'm not sure, I've never been a prison guard, but I can't imagine it's real easy to practice some of these things we're preaching on the outside inside a crowded prison
1: well like you said in your story you can't guard a prison from home so other workplaces have been able to find workarounds in order to practice this but by nature this is a hands-on job
0: well and the the gentleman i talked to who's an employee there right now he, he pointed at that point he said it, even if we get to the point and who knows if we're heading there of martial law If we get to the point of, well, California right now, telling everyone just stay home, granted there are a lot of exceptions to that, but just stay home, don't go out. You can't tell a prison worker to work from home. They've got to guard the prisoners, so they've got to go there. And and again, while no one would talk to me yesterday, I'm quite certain those staff members have opinions behind the scenes. They're saying things, uh, but it's the kind of job where you're an essential worker. Uh, You keep hearing that term, who are the essential workers? Well, prison guards are essential workers, and they have to keep going to work no matter the risk.
1: Did you get the sense that people didn't want to talk to you because they were still trying to figure out what to do or because they just didn't want the information getting out?
0: I don't know that it was either. I think many of the prison workers you know, they want to keep their jobs. These are, you know, a lot of people right now in various industries are losing their jobs because of all of these shutdowns. Prison work pays pretty well. It's a high stress job. There's a lot of hours. There's a shortage of workers, uh, but nonetheless, it's it's a good career. And so I don't think they want to risk their jobs. I think it's one of those lines of work where, you know, when there's something newsworthy happening, the expectation is you don't talk to the media. You let that information be channeled through the proper... Uh, you know, wardens or communications people. So I think by and large, the the, the no comments I got were people who said, uh, you know, you're right outside the prison walls. My boss is right in there. They're thinking, I don't want them to see me talking to you. I want to keep my job.
1: Sure. I'm talking more about, you know, DOC not answering some of those questions and the, the people in positions of power because they, they give you some information, but th- there are still a lot more questions we have.
0: There are absolutely a lot of questions. I think uh, DOC was probably involved in an awful lot of meetings yesterday. The spokesperson, well, for one thing, they're in between official spokespeople. Uh, Tristan Cook used to be the spokesperson for the Wisconsin Department of Corrections. He's not there. They don't have an official communications person in that position right now. But uh, the person who did reach out to me last night, Anna Neal, is uh, taking on that role right now. Um, and and she when she wrote me, I want to say it was probably after 10 p.m. I'd have to check the time of the email Uh, But she said, we've been inundated with requests and emails and things today. She apologized for the late uh, response. But I think they're really trying to determine, number one, what do they do to stop the spread? I think it's probably the number one priority. Answering questions of the media may be a little secondary in that. But it may also be a question of what can we release? Because now you've got, the information is out there. This was a staff physician. But from their point of view, they're dealing with HIPAA uh, issues. So that also is a bit of a challenge as to what can we really confirm about this. Um, So I think there may be, I I don't know if it's nefarious, I think it may just be a matter of what really can we say. Um, And and perhaps caught within all of that is maybe they don't have a great plan. We don't know. We don't know what the plan is. Um, They weren't specific about the steps they're taking, uh, just essentially assuring us that they've got it covered.
1: Where do you see this story going? What's the next step?
0: Well, I think the real question is whether or not this physician I mean, you think about it a doctor at a prison has necessarily daily contact with inmates close contact with inmates so while they've quarantined and inmates with so,
1: underlying health issues it, which we because know that's the are, whole reason that's the the population
0: that's the whole it, it, in general in prison you find that to be the case and then the ones that are seeing the doctor are obviously the ones with some sort of a health issue um it may not be an immune issue but nonetheless uh, it's a it's an at-risk population so the question is has this already been spread to other whether it was inmates or staff members and if so how what can they do to stop that spread from going any further um, you know how much can they do to keep people six feet apart throughout the prison um, and and uh, and keep things wiped down and clean and, and you know if it's an airborne virus in an enclosed facility is there really much you can do so i i think the real question is going to be Is this an isolated case, which is what they're saying now, and so far, it is. But as we know, these things take time sometimes to reveal themselves. So I think in the coming days or weeks, we're going to find out, did this go any further than the doctor? And if so, how far will it go?
1: It makes me wonder if we will find out, because with testing being so limited now, I'm wondering how easy or difficult it will be for inmates to get tested. And if there's any protocol for that.
0: That's a good question. And so we have a lot of questions uh, for DOC. And and uh, Anna Neal did say last night, if you have specific questions, follow up. We'll do that. What kind of answers we get, we'll try to let you know. Um, but I think we're going to to have to see just where this goes. Certainly, as inmates get sick, as they communicate with family members, which may be harder now because visits to the prison have been cut off for more than a week, uh, For this very reason, they don't want visitors bringing the virus into the facility. Uh, So I'm not sure what kind of, you know, if there's televisits that are available, if there's other ways. Certainly letters. I don't know if letters or if they're allowing inmates to send letters out. I mean, that's another question. Is there any way for inmates to communicate with family? But if they in fact get severely ill, what happens? Can they let family members know who will, you know, tell the outside world what's going on inside? I mean, I think there's a lot of questions that remain to be seen, but. This is a unique setting uh, in terms of dealing with this virus. It's challenging enough here on the outside, but there are certainly additional challenges inside prison walls.
1: Thank you, Brian. I'm sure we will be talking about this again in the coming days and weeks as we continue bringing you daily podcast updates. As we cover the COVID-19 pandemic, if there's a topic you want us to discuss, an issue you think we should investigate, please send us an email at theinvestigators at foxsixnow.com. That's theinvestigators at foxsixnow.com. Thank you to the people who make this podcast possible: producer Pete, Dave Machuda, Suzanne Barthel, and Sarah Smith. Please subscribe to Open Record if you haven't already. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts.